1: Listen with Bible pen and paper handy as Pastor Rander ministers to us today.
2: Stop letting the television put you to sleep and all the stuff in your ears, the iPad, Turn all that stuff loose. Some of y'all won't let God talk to you because you got so much in your ear all day long and even at night it's all in your ears, it's all before your eyes and you wonder why you're half crazy. When you're walking with the Lord, the Lord's talking to you, And you're talking with God. Man, he'll put you to sleep and you'll snow so hard that the person down the hall can't get no sleep. (laughs) That's right. I just envied my wife. I just told her, I said, honey, you can just lay down and sleep. Now, I'm I'm not up because I'm worried, but let me tell you, when I get through preaching and moving around and counseling dealing with folk life, I've been, all these issues are still in my, it's hard to just cut this stuff off like a light switch. I have to, calm myself down. I I, I said, God, you got to help me because I'm a late upper anyhow. So I have to make myself go to sleep. And then sometime when I lay down and finally almost sleep, then God shakes me, wake me up and says, hey, I got something else I want you to tell the people. Put this in the benches, by the way. I said, God, I just got sleepy. Be quiet. Do what I tell you to do. Somebody needs this point. And I cut that light back on, shield it on my side. I got a little thing that and I'm right by on my side of bed to shield it so it won't get affect her. And I, I keep pat, pimping pencil and pad. And, and I, I'm always reaching right by my bed. I'm always reaching. Stack of books, stack of this, projects. And I'm always reaching because God's gonna speak. Sometimes he'll wake me up one o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning. Sometime three o'clock on Sunday morning. When I get up at five o'clock in the morning on Sunday as is, when I go back to bed, it's time to get up. But you know why I do it? Is because God's my He's my boss and you matter to me. And I want you to get every word that God wants you to have. And you know what? You know why I preach so hard? Because if you choose to you choose to live rebelliously, your blood is not gonna be on my hand because I didn't tell you the truth. That's right. Now I'm responsible for not telling the truth. But if I tell you the truth and you go out and do contrary to what you've been told, and you see it in the book in black and white, but you choose to willfully disobey, your blood is on your own head, and I'm not getting your whipping. You are gonna get your own whipping because of your own rebellion to the glory of God. Listen, sleep is sweet when you're resting in. Jesus, Won't you say amen? Amen. Number six, what happens when we trust God and not worry? We, as we embrace the Lord Jesus Christ and apply the word of God to our lives, as we embrace the Lord Jesus Christ and apply the word of God to our lives, worry will disappear and our physical and spiritual healing comes sooner. When you receive Jesus and live by the words of Jesus, Applying the word of Jesus, being doers of the word, and not just hearers only, do you realize that your healing comes sooner? In other words, there's healing in the word of God. Jeremiah 17:14 says, Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved, for you are my praise. Psalms 107:20 says, He sent his word and healed them. The word of God heals your pain. It will heal your fear. It will heal your anxiety. The word of God will heal your depression. The word of God will restore your sanity. And if the word of God will do all that, why don't you read the book? Shut down some of these magazines. Shut down some of these novels, novels, and get away from these reality shows and spend more time in that which is therapeutic to your mind. The word of God has in it healing power. Psalms 10720 says he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Uh, in other words, the word, the word of God will help, will keep you from destroying yourself. Number seven, only when you come to Jesus and exchange your worries and anxieties for his rest will you discover that his yoke is easy. And his burden is light and you will find rest for your soul. Only when you come to Jesus and exchange your worries for his rest will you be made whole. Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 through 30 says, come unto me. That's how you deal with your worries. You got to come to Jesus. You got to come to Jesus. Don't go to Oprah, don't go to Dr. Phil, don't go to uh, Judge Judy, don't go to, to, to all of this stuff, the opinions and talk shows and philosophies and ideologies, go to Jesus. Jesus himself says, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. I will hear your worries, in other words. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your soul. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. My friend, worry is a burden that our Lord has not authorized us to carry. Worry is a burden that you're carrying that God has not given you permission to carry. So let God have it exchange your worries for his rest and your life will be so much more blessed. Number eight, when we trust God and not worry, our lives will be liberated and we will have a heart that is genuinely filled with praise, When we trust God and not worry, our lives will be liberated and we will have a heart that is filled with praise and adoration, thanksgiving to God. Beloved, you can praise your worries away. Did you what I said? You can what? Praise your worries away. Uh, Psalm 67 verses 3 through 4 says, let the people's uh, praise you, O God, let all the peoples praise you. Oh, let the nations be glad and sing for joy, for you shall judge the people righteously and govern the nations on earth. Psalms 119.62 says, At midnight, I will rise to give thanks to you because of your righteous judgment. At, wit- at midnight, God wakes you up sometime just to praise him. Psalms 119:164 says seven times a day I praise you because of your righteous judgments. Seven times a day. That means you got if you're going if you're going to praise him seven seven times a day, you got to get up praising him. When he wake you up, you say thank you. When you can put some toothpaste on the toothbrush, <laughs> you can say thank you, huh? You ladies that put makeup on, you can say thank you. You guys that shave and you got shaving cream or whatever you, soap and water and you got a razor, you can say thank you. Thank you. Get up praising God for that breakfast. You praise God that you can put gas in the car seven times a day and over and over you get to praise him. And that's why you ought to get a song. The other day, I was just, just a couple of days ago, I was reading and meditating the word of God and God just said, stop and praise him. And I just started singing, praise him, praise him, praise him in the morning, praise him in the noontime. Praise him, praise him, praise him when the sun goes down. That's what I was saying on my bed. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him in the morning. Thank him in the noontime. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him when the sun goes down. Now, I don't start screaming it all over the house. i wake everybody in the house up. I mean, I would have to say, you know, you can give God glory, uh, uh just out of singing to yourself lightly. And my wife can be sleeping. I'm still over there just singing. I'm having, I'm about to shout in the bed. Listen, but you can't sing if you don't have a song. And I'm not talking about this this Beyonce stuff and all this other stuff out there. Y'all, listen, I'm not talking about, listen, if you want your depression uh, lifted, you better not, jazz, I like jazz, but jazz is not gonna lift your depression. Them old tunes, like ain't nothing like the real thing, that's not gonna lift it. And these modern day songs, whatever they are, I don't keep up with that stuff. I don't want to, you know, because I like amazing grace. I like blessed assurance. I'm so busy loving on blessed assurance till I can't get to what the latest pop stars and rap stars are singing because I know what in times like these, that, that helps me, we need a savior. Be sure your anchor holds and grips the solid rock. You see what I'm talking, you don't even have a song. You say, I can't sing, stop lying to God. Yes, you can. You got a mouth. If you can talk, you can sing. You say, but it ain't pretty. Who told you it's that pretty? You can sing off key to God. If you mean it on your heart and the and the words are biblical, just, just start singing. Sing it. Start singing. it. Well, you say, well, all you know is that Jesus loves me. This I know. Sing that and then learn another one. Start saying off key. You can get a beautiful melodious singer that don't know God. And God says they got a pretty voice, but it's still ugly to me. He'd rather have somebody sing in off key. Your voice is cracking, but you got a sincere heart and a pure heart. That's more music than the most loadiest voice could ever bring. I tell you what, you can
1: praise your worries away. God Almighty. (laughs) to uniquely perform his good and perfect work within us. Listen as Pastor Rander continues. Uh, Number
2: nine. Uh, uh, Listen. Now, some of you are saying, he's been preaching. uh, this This is a sixth sermon I heard on word. I haven't been Word. I'm not. I'm all right. I'm fine. My family fine. Children doing okay. Marriage pretty good. Got a little money in the bank. I got a promotion, a little this, a little that. You start feeling good about yourself. You know, he have not been preaching to me. Yes, I have. You just didn't know it because of your spiritual perspective has been all bent out of shape. You say, well, educate me. I certainly will. You know why you up today? You are up today because somebody else is down. And God won't wire you up to help somebody else up so when you go down, they can pick you up. You understand what I'm, you see what I'm getting at? Now, if all of us down at one time, we in big time trouble. I'm so glad we don't all get down at the same time so when you up, hey, help me what? Help me what? And then when you go down, then I come back and what? Help you up. Now, if you don't want to help anybody up, you're going to reap what you sow. You're going to reap what you sow. You said, what are you getting at? Number nine, when you have been set free and you are not worried, everything is OK in your life. You can't find a crisis anywhere. You, you just as free as you can be. The Lord will use you to speak life to those who are down. You are up today because God wants you to speak hope, encouragement and healing healing and restoration to those who are depressed. There are people around you who are suicidal. There are people around you who are worried and fearful. There's a reason God has you up. There are people around you who are in bondage, who who, the the, the very life is being choked out of them. And God has you doing well today because he wants you to help somebody else that's down today. Because believe you me, your Time is coming. And if you sown well, when your time comes, you will reap well to the glory of God. I have a marvelous scripture on that and that's found in Isaiah 35 verses 3 and 4. Isaiah 35, 3 and 4. It says, Strengthen the weak hands and make firm the feeble knees. Say to those who are fearful hearted, Be strong. Do not fear. You, it's well with you today because God wants you to be an encourager. God wants you to lift a troubled heart in, of someone in your life. There's a child who's struggling. There's a relative that you kin to that's struggling. There's a neighbor that's struggling. And God is saying, I have made you well today. Because you have purpose, and that purpose is to help somebody who's struggling today. Finally, but not the least, look at Jesus and be encouraged in the midst of your worries and your discouragement. Look at Jesus and be encouraged in the midst of your worries and discouragement. Hebrews 12, 3 says, For consider him who endures such hostilities from sinners against himself, lest you become weary and discouraged in your souls. You, you want to deal with worry and you want it to go away? Listen, look at Jesus. My friends, if anybody could have been worried, it's Jesus. It's the Lord Jesus Christ who could have been worried, but he wasn't. He had foreknowledge. He saw what was coming. He saw the unjust trials, the hostility of the religious leaders. He saw the agony of Gethsemane, the betrayal of Judas. He saw the sufferings on the cross. He saw, he saw the, the disciples being scattered and running away. He saw it all, but he didn't panic and fall to pieces. He kept his eyes on Jesus and he endured the hostility from sinners to make salvation available to sinners. My friends, Without the sufferings, there would not have been a victorious resurrection. And I'm so glad that Jesus said, not my will, but thy will be done. He says, I am willing to suffer that people would have an opportunity at redemption. However, today, many Christians want the blessings without the suffering. These lyrics by Andre Crouch sum up the message in this series. I've had many tears and sorrows. I've had questions for tomorrow. There's been times I didn't know right from wrong. But in every situation, God gave me blessed consolation that my trials come to only make me Strong. I thank God for the mountains and I thank Him for the valleys. I thank Him for the storms He brought me through. For if I never had a problem, I wouldn't know God could solve them. I'd never know what faith in God could do. Through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus. Through I've learned to trust in God. I've learned to depend upon his word. That man was an anointing. That's an old song, but the lyrics are just as relevant today as when they were first penned by Andre Crouch. If you never had a problem. What would it be like if you never had a problem? be spoiled, couldn't, cocky, can't nobody tell you nothing, you be snobbish, you be all beside yourself. Sufferings and trials have a way of keeping you humble, keeping you leaning on the Lord, keeping you looking to Jesus. If I never, hey, if I never had a
0: problem,
2: wouldn't I know that my God Is he your God? Don't fool me now. Is he your God? I would not know. I I would not know that my God could solve them. I wouldn't know what faith. My God. Is he your God? I know he's my God. I don't mind saying he's my God. He's my, say my God. Say my God. Or if he's really your God, you ought to really say he's my God. I wouldn't know what faith in my God could do. But through it all, through hurts and pain, through it all, through trials and tribulations, through it all, through disappointments and when money gets funny, through it all, when friendships break up, marriages break up, children go crazy, through it all, through it all, when I don't understand, through it all, when it looks like I'm going to lose my mind, through it all, I've learned To trust in Jesus, I've learned to depend upon His Word. And all God's children said, Amen. Amen. God bless you. And Father, I've preached my heart out. Thank you for this series. You knew before the foundation of the world that we would need this series in the midst of turbulent times of uncertainty. when So many are at a crossroad. So many are confused. So many hurting, in pain, frustrated, on the edge, about to lose their grip on life. Let them know If they turn their eyes to Jesus. And trust you alone. You can take them. From where they are. At life's bottom. And bring them. And raise them up again. Jesus you rose from the dead. And you got enough. To raise them up. Out of the pits of life. In Jesus name. And all God's children said. Now, y'all know God spoke to you. God brought you here. How many of y'all needed this message? Raise your hand. Don't fool me. How many of you need this message? You know God spoke to you. You, 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 Your being here today is no accident. God ordered your presence when you didn't realize He was ordering your presence to be here because He knows where you've been, He knows where you are, and he, He also knows where you're headed. You're not here accident. You're not accident. God purposed your presence today. What are you going to do? Sit down and reject it in anticipation of your humble obedience because you need the Lord. There's some of you today, the truth be told, you're not a member of a church and you you become quite comfortable being out of the church. You just move around and meander around. No place of accountability. You can't be a blessing and nobody can bless you because you just hopscotting all over the place. Looking for that right church, that perfect church, and when you get there, it won't be perfect because you're there. If you don't have a, a membership in a church, or if you doubt the least little bit, that if you were to die today, you're not so sure you'd be safe. That's a horrible place to be. And you know what? You have a right to be worried if you don't know Jesus. Now, I'm not, that's a legitimate worry. You better be real worried about the high possibility of your dying without Christ. And and a lot of folks come to church and get so close and let these little excuses bite into your life and you walk out of here as if you hold tomorrow in your hand and you talk yourself out of a decision through the prompting of Satan to keep you from the blessings that God has in store for you. And the worst thing you can do is look a holy God in his face and say, I heard what you said, Lord, but I'm not coming now. And that's to tell him no to his face. God's been too good, too merciful to you. He's blessed you in ways you don't deserve. And he expects your obedience, not tomorrow, not next week, not the first day of the new year. Right now. I just buried a a person thirsty. Listen. I could be burying you or you could be burying me by at the end of this week. It doesn't take long to die. You can be healthy and go to the spa and don't have a pain and lay down and die. It's not just sick folk who die. Healthy folk die. Folk with good intentions die. Black folk die. White folk die. Hispanic folk die. Asians die. Whoever you, whatever. you don't know whatever you are, you're going to die. And God is saying, come home, my child, come home. You come to Jesus now.
1: As committed children of the only true and living God, we walk by faith and not by sight. Life on earth is not easy. Yet, even in the midst of trials and tribulations, we have joy, hope, peace, strength, and God's blessed assurance as we face trials